You've tuned into a show called Mr and Mrs Binge Watch and you were expecting a spoiler free episode so there are many many spoilers on this episode kripya dhyan dijiye So Janice yeah I'll narrate to you the plot of the latest Black Mirror episode all right okay. and this is really interesting it's basically about a guy in 2033 who dies mm-hmm. and then goes into a some sort of a digital afterlife okay where essentially his consciousness continues to you know connect with people back on earth uh, and it's this really bleak story of this guy who's sort of stuck between two worlds he can't really fully enjoy the afterlife but at the same time he does not he's also incapable of maintaining relationships on earth and if you think that that's a bleak story that's like ideal for the black mirror world i would completely agree with you except that it's not a black mirror episode <laughs> it's actually the setup of a new amazon prime show called upload right uh and the weirdest part is that for a story that is that dark that bleak and something you would imagine charlie brooker to have all fun with uh has been created by Greg Daniels who created such great comedies as The Office and Parks and Recreation. Right. And and it's amazing that he's been able to take an idea that is so evolved, so serious, so uh you know it's almost like reflective of today's world and this modern sort of uh age where we are sort of are we've got two lives, right? One on social media and the other uh off social media. And it's almost like he's manifested that into what if our consciousness was really transported into digital and he somehow managed to turn it into a sort of sunshiny funny heartwarming show yeah. uh, what did you think about that i mean is wasn't that like a jarring kind of a tonality for you to experience you know firstly i love this because for a very long time we always thought of like what happens after you die right and most shows have always dealt with it with like a huge like mode of grief and the sadness and this you know you're unsure of what's going to happen but upload like another show that you and i love called the good place right. you know deals with it with like a lot of comedy romance and a lot of surprise elements you know first of all the whole idea to think that you could actually upload yourself into an entire universe like a retirement place right yeah. because at the end of the day where this character nathan gets uploaded sure. is almost like a retirement it home is, but it's it like is. a retirement home of your dream yeah it's basically a place you never die right yeah. it's it's almost like after you die you live, you continue to live and so look it's a very interesting uh, the reason i said it belongs to the black mirror universe is that there could have been a very positive spin to this as well right the good place as you pointed out obviously plays a lot on morality and i mean good place is clearly one of my favorite shows and i love it because i feel that it's such a interesting concept and it talks about such deeper themes in such an interesting manner and it's but, constantly forcing you to think yeah but the thing about the uh, the thing about upload is that so it's it's also about corporate greed right it's about this corporation that has this amazing idea where they've managed to basically take control of the earth because they are basically the ones called it's almost like so i got such weird feels from watching upload because it was i could relate to so many different genres you know it's mr robot at one place it's also the good place it's also ghost mm. in a sense you know the patrick swayze whoopi yeah. Bold, goldberg sort of a dynamic is playing out here as well because halfway through the season you realize that in fact very early on in the season you realize that the character nathan brown who's been uploaded to the afterlife may have actually been killed 
and the person who is now helping him try you know get down to the bottom of what may have happened is basically this character uh, played by Andy Allo uh, who is uh, Nora who is basically her is point person on his earth for example angel. angel so that that entire track seems like a combination of ghost and her which was that rocky phoenix film right where he basically uh, interacts with ai yeah. and it's like they've turned it around it's like there was there the ai was the uh, was the customer service person and here the human is actually servicing somebody in the ai so you know all these really varied themes come together so well and i'll tell you something very frankly when i saw the trailer i felt like it was a good idea that wouldn't really turn into a really good show but i was really surprised by how good it is i think it's one i mean i think it's some of greg daniels's best work because the episodes are witty they are funny they are ensuring that the story keeps moving along the relationships between the characters are great it's critiquing the world it's yeah. doing all of that so well right actually for me you know it's always really interesting in these very futuristic shows of course the first episode itself your mind is sort of blown because even when you're watching the character when you're watching nathan sort of get uploaded into this afterlife um, you're forced to sort of think like you know would if that choice were offered to me would i want to get uploaded or would i just want to go in the natural way and then see whatever the universe has planned for me and not what human kind has planned for me right but the other thing i love about shows like you know one of the reasons why we love black mirror is also because you get to see what thinkers and creators are actually possibly developing and could happen in the future yeah. like a lot of stuff that we saw in earlier seasons of black mirror is playing out in the universe right yeah, now yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. so similarly it's like it's always cool to watch these kind of futuristic shows especially when they're playing around with so much tech yeah because you almost kind of kind of you know some of it is set in reality some of yeah, it is yeah, based yeah. on Absolutely. research on what app developers are actually doing right now so it's kind of cool to see that maybe in a fiction form and maybe in an exaggerated fiction form you're already seeing maybe a future version of yourself yeah i think what happens is that having a black mirror available to us for a few years makes the concept of upload very digestible yeah yeah, yeah. you know 100%. it's almost like now the creators are aware, are aware that the audiences are familiar with how this entire futuristic you know drama format plays so they don't really spend too much time in trying to explain things to us neither does it take us too long to grasp what is happening so what would have seemed like a extremely groundbreaking idea many years ago it's actually really a very simple but smart idea yeah yeah uh, and i think for me what worked the most was that while it draws us in with its idea it does not depend on that idea to keep it you know sort of moving forward uh, i think for me the biggest takeaway of the show was the relationship played by nathan i i mean uh, of nathan played by robby amel and uh, nora yeah. uh, you know played by andy allo who i'm totally crushing on right now yeah i could uh, see that through the show dude andy allo has such amazing screen presence she's just this a uh, ball of sunshine and all her scenes with him are so good and i also feel they're like a rare actor actress combination i've seen on tv lately who who just have such good chemistry and i don't know if it's because of the actors themselves or because the characters have been so well written you know they're both there's this constant to and fro happening between the two of them where they they are funny with each other uh, they are also soulful around each other they are emotional with each other and all their scenes really really work and i was really rooting for them right and 
I think that's like half the battle won because if you are rooting for a character mm. uh, who is sort of living in the afterlife uh, to fall in love with the character who is living on Earth, and then you are constantly invested in them and trying to figure out how it is that they'll get together, that's like I mean, right there, I am like completely uh, you know bought in. You know, I don't think I have such hardcore feelings about the leading couple because I do. I mean, I did. I love their chemistry. I love their vibe. I love their scenes. But I think clearly you were far more smitten than I was. No, what I'm their on-screen what romance. I'm saying is that the show evolved from being a futuristic show about the afterlife into it being a relationship. Yeah, drama. because at the heart of it, I think upload is just is a love story with a bit of a thriller element. Like, yeah, 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 they've just chosen a futuristic setting, right? But think of it. I mean, it could totally be like a you know a girl who's communicating with a ghost in the afterlife. We've seen so many movies where like you know someone has come back to avenge something that he couldn't sort of complete on Earth, and he's fallen in love with a human character. Yeah, I mean, I don't it's know like which in, film I'm talking no, about. No, no, it's right like now. no, no, it's like if in Ghost. Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg had a romantic attraction. You mean Demi Moore? No, I'm saying if in Ghost, Patrick oh, Swayze okay, and Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg yeah, had yeah. a romantic track, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would be was, the yeah. plot line for Upload. Sure. Uh, which is which is what makes it interesting. In fact, the Demi Moore character is played by this really interesting girl called Ingrid. Uh, who's a complete bitch actually, and nothing like Demi Moore. So just think like Mean Girls and really rich Mean Girls, or any of the. She mean basically is the one who's. So 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 it's also interesting that there is you know you've got an option to opt for various kinds of afterlives, uh, and Ingrid, who's his girlfriend, obviously belongs to a really rich family and has got her boyfriend sort of booked. Into this really premium afterlife, and she's the one paying the bills. Yeah. So it's almost like he owes his afterlife to her. He does not owe his life to her, but he owes his afterlife to her. So he's also playing with that conflict. But you know, earlier in the episode, you spoke about the good place, and it's just so interesting. I'm almost convinced that Greg Daniels and Michael Scott, who were both co-creators on Parks and Recreation and Recreation, and wrote so much of the office together, went on to create the good place and upload. It's almost like there has been some jamming session that took place years ago, yeah. where a lot of these ideas came about, and like both of them went on to write different but quite similar shows in a sense. Right? Yeah, because a good place. I mean, at the at the heart of it, even with the comedy and all, is a very like it makes you think about your morals. It makes you think about your choices. It makes you think about everything. I feel like the upload but is a very like uh, light sort of take where you know you're really just. Like currently, the upload is not moralistic in any way, right? It's a love story, and it's this guy who's stuck in an afterlife that he didn't know whether he wanted in the first place. Right? Yeah, so I feel the good place is more a reflection of our lives in the sense that actually between the two, the good place is more plausible in a sense that because we have for years since when we were kids or even before that, we've always spoken about heaven and hell, right? We've always spoken about karma, about doing good things, and. so that you know in the afterlife good things happen to you and the good place really takes that idea and just you know explores that further and plays on that and where it really becomes a great show is that it essentially eventually tells us that there is no such thing as a good human being and a bad human being you know we all do good and bad things yeah. and uh, and you know good people could end up in the bad place and vice versa because of our choices yeah sure but i think the upload is trying to do other things i think upload is is more a critique of the world right now about how relationships have become digital in nature hmm. uh you know there is so much i mean validation is so important 
to so many people and the materialistic aspect of it in fact in a sense i feel like the upload is so different from the good place in the sense that the good place essentially also tells you that there is the heaven and hell concept right which yeah, is yeah. which is not made by man which Correct. is at the end of the day you know some celestial beings are taking yeah, care yeah, of that being, yeah. but upload is a fully man made concept where humans have evolved to such a point of wanting to live out their narcissistic lives forever yeah. especially if you have money and possessions of you know materialistic wealth that they've actually created an ai version of them that allows them to live forever right sure sure and I mean, the whole topics are still sort of underlaid. Like there is exploitation because, for example, you you know when you are seeing the upload in the first or the second episode itself, you're also shown that oh, in case you're poor, there is a poor man's version of this as well, where you're literally living on two GB of data for the entire month. Correct. And it's a really scary concept, by the way. Huh? I mean, I keep thinking of it. It's like you know people who've got unlimited data plan right now on their phones to be able to make international calls, to be able to do just about anything on their phone through the internet, versus those who have to recharge their phone for something sometimes as low as forty and fifty rupees. So actually, that also would be my wow moment of the show, because I think uh, it comes at a really interesting point in the story where you know you've you've basically seen this amazing afterlife and then. you're taken down to this really damp and dreary place where there are other people so it's almost like the concept of haves and have nots right yeah. but it's like we tend to believe that death is the great leveler you know death is the only thing that rich poor irrespective of class caste religion it claims everyone whereas life is where the hierarchies are formed and this show basically then takes it to the afterlife and creates an creates a hierarchy within that and like you said i think that's one of the most heartwarming moments because again like you pointed out it's it's drawing from real life because in the upload like for example because of his girlfriend's wealth you can lead a life where you can do whatever the hell you want without yeah. there being any consequences because you've got what you call an unlimited plan yeah but on the 2gb plan everything you do matters because you might run out of 2gb uh, data at the end of day 3 and for the remaining 27 days you just you you're can't frozen. you're frozen so it's almost like you're really dead yeah uh, and i thought that was really heartbreaking i thought that was a great comment they also used it very interestingly in the plot yeah uh, so for me that was the wow moment of the show actually i had another wow moment though it's not really wow like this blew my mind and what a great moment for the show itself but like you know these little subtle comments that the show made like um so they in 2030 in 2033 also they have obviously um their version of a dating app called nightly yeah. which would be you know bumble meets hinge meets tinder meets grinder meets everything all rolled into one and uh, it's like you know nora's character earlier on earlier uh, in the first or second episode is sort of getting in on with this guy and before they actually have sex they have to look into each other's app and say i consent to this you know yeah, yeah, yeah. to this intercourse and it's just sort of interesting woke comment right about currently because we talk so much about consent sure. and the, the gray lines and how maybe in 2033 you're going to have to spell it out or you get none at all yeah yeah also i mean there is the whole uh, i mean now that i think of it there's the whole subtle racism of it right because in the afterlife you only see white people and you've got a black girlfriend uh, or rather a black girl who is uh, the human connect yeah. you know the sort of sales rep so to speak so i i mean i don't know if that was deliberate but i mean i don't remember seeing too many black people in the afterlife uh, especially in the good place so to speak of the afterlife yeah. wow there are like so many parallels with the good place here 
but do you have a scene stealer? I mean, my scene stealer, I think, for all purposes, has to be. I, I mean, between the two characters, between Nathan and Nora, I really, really loved uh, Nora's character. Yeah, she for was me, just she, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, as much as you know, Nathan. Uh, was a great like you know sort of like he's the protagonist of the show the show rests completely on his shoulder but on his shoulders but for me i sort of i i sometimes have this problem where i can't go beyond the looks and the plastic you know the plastic features after a point nora was much more human to me in that yeah, sense yeah yeah but actually robby amel who played uh, nathan is somebody i have seen on the flash right and i really was taken aback So you know when you see the trailer of upload to you feel like he's been cast because he's that typical American good-looking guy, yeah, uh, perfect white boy so to speak. But he brings so much more to the role. I actually think he's a really good actor. But yeah, Andy Allo for me is clearly the scene stealer. But just because you mentioned that the whole good-looking aspect, I love that the creators also made that into an in-joke. Where he's so vain. Like yeah. In the first couple of episodes, you know, when your avatar is uploaded to the afterlife, yeah. it's like your angel, played by Nora in this case, uh, Andy Allo, has to sort of you know upload your avatar and make sure there's nothing wrong with it. So by mistake, she lets one. No, she does it on purpose. She does it on purpose. Just- With him. Yeah, just just as a, as a just joke. as a practical humor, what she does is she leaves the side of the hair kind of standing up. Right? Yeah, think like uh, you know. From- no, I would. I totally related to that. That was such a great thing that uh, I, you know it was so great to see a strand uh, sort of is sticking out and whatever he does because it's in the afterlife and he's basically a uh, uh, you know it's just a. What would you call it? It's a hologram sort it's of a thing. And there's that, yeah, it's an AI avatar, and he can't do anything about it, and it keeps sticking up. And I kept looking at it and feeling uncomfortable because my one strand of hair would just keep sticking out, and everything I did to put it back down, and it didn't work. It would be really frustrating. I thought that was like a really funny moment. You know, you know that that's the their play on his vanity, right? No, no, no sure. And, uh, no, but it would just drive anyone nuts, right? Imagine no. like one strand of your hair sticking out, and whatever you do, it keeps popping back up. I don't know if I was. But yeah, I mean, it maybe wouldn't matter so much. No, but the whole point is that he doesn't feel dead, right? He's supposed to feel like it's almost like he was healthy to a point, and then he had a freak accident. He he doesn't feel old. In fact, he's among the few young people at in the afterlife as well. But Andy Allo just has this amazing, enduring personality, and she's just, uh, you know, she's. I went back and, of course, read back, you know, read so much about her. She's really a songwriter, singer, one of the best independent artists who have broken out onto the scene over the last few years, and that's how she got recognized. And she doesn't have too many film credit, uh, film credits, but you can't tell that from watching the show. Uh, maybe that's why we liked her so much because she seems so raw and earnest. And she was, yeah, she was just very, very like comfortable in her skin, which I just completely loved. I thought they had great chemistry, and uh, you know, it really is something. The fact that there are so many, and I keep saying this. So when I saw the Good Place, I said, "Wow, you know, here's a comedy about the afterlife." Then came Russian Doll, which is again a show that you know deals with morality, mortality. you know setting things right alternate universes and that too does it in a black comedy humor uh, you know sort of a space and now it's here so it's clear that you know directors and creators are trying to like you know combine this yeah black comedy kind of a routine which is fantastic and uh, and yay for greg daniels who had a bomb on netflix the same month he had upload <laughs> With Space Force, uh, the Which much we didn't hate. No, I didn't as hate. As much as yeah. I hate, it's kind of gone. Yeah, I didn't hate Space Force, but what I'm trying to say is that Space Force has 
was probably the most hype shows of the years, right? Because, yeah, because it's like cast. Greg Daniels and Steve Carell coming back together since The Office. They both co-created the show, big budget show, interesting plot. I genuinely did not hate Space Force. I didn't love it. A lot of the jokes fell flat, but I was also not seeing it as a comedy throughout. I felt it was more in the dramedy space. Yeah, it was space. a dramedy, yeah. Yeah. So, and I actually, I mean, I think by the end of it... Um, I didn't mind it. I was like, no, I didn't hate it either. I thought the finale was weak. Uh, I thought the first couple of episodes, it takes a while to get going. But once you know the characters, and I think that both Steve Carell and John Malkovich is just their chemistry and their scenes are I great. love John Malkovich. I think I, I think I enjoyed John Malkovich more than Steve Carell. Like if they did a season two of Space Force, Space Force, Space Force I totally watch it. Yeah, and I think that uh, it was a big month for Greg Daniel because he it started with Upload on Amazon. It ended with Space Force on Netflix, both big shows. One, he must have expected that one will do okay. Yeah, and everybody Space thought that Space Force would be like this through the roof. Yeah, and Upload would be like a dark horse. It's just but Upload, uh, and I mean, it's amazing. It's exciting times. I'm actually looking forward to season two of both shows. Yeah. Uh, and I also think that the way they've ended season one of Upload, you know, you and I were discussing it. It allows maybe for so many interpretations and if they play their cards right, I mean, you could see like upload for multiple seasons. Yeah. yeah. And the tech is only going to get better. The ideas are going to get stronger because I do actually think that a lot of those ideas are probably already in like multiple companies, uh, largely Facebook, uh, you know, developing many of those apps. They make references to Facebook and they make a lot. It's also in a sense Silicon Valley. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying upload borrows from so many genres, but it still makes it work so well. Yeah, I really liked the show. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed it. It also solves, I mean, if any of that tech were to really happen, it would really solve one of Anirudh's big problems in life. Which self-driven is? cars. Self-driven cars, yeah. But that's also, well, that's spoiler territory. But that's also how he dies. So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want a self-driven car. It's literally car. in the trailer that he dies in a car. In so a self-driven car. Uh, but yeah, upload 10 episodes are up on Amazon Prime. It's an extremely bingeable show. And in fact, yeah. I mean, Janice and I have been caught up with work. So, we didn't really binge it in one day because, you know, like, but every night, I remember when we were putting it off, we'd be like, should we watch one more episode? Yeah. And I think we finished over three days of watching three, three episodes a but night. But honestly, that's because but, we were busy. So yeah. if you actually have an entire day, it's an easy binge. It's a very, very easy show. weekend binge. On the binge-o-meter, it's a cup of strong black coffee. It'll get you wired to the internet. <laughs> actually, to the afterlife. All right, guys. So that was our episode this week. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then do remember to send your feedback, your comments, anything that you want to tell Anirudh on me, Anirudh and me. Uh, I'm at Janusek85. For example, the fact that we should watch the show called Upload, which was recommended to us by Savar Suri, one of our, uh, you know, he gives us feedback all the time. And the day Upload came out, he watched it. He tagged both of us on Twitter like he does religiously. And said, guys, please check it out. We were anyway going to watch it. Yeah. But uh, he was really quick, I remember. It's like the show had launched in the morning. And by evening, he had already tagged us and said we had to watch it. Yeah, so sorry, thanks, Savar. Savar. It took us a while to get around. Yeah, to well, it. because we had a lot of catching up to do. But uh, but yeah, please similarly keep sending us recommendations. Yeah, guys, because sometimes what happens is there's so much content coming out that even though we want to get around to watching all of those shows, sometimes it's just not possible. So if you actually write to us and say, no, listen, I want to hear your thoughts, what you guys have to say about the show, we're probably 
have more incentive to do it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out other similar podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can follow them at IVM Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, you can go check out their website, ivmpodcast.com. And if you want to give Anirudh and me some feedback, well, you can reach out to us on our social media pages. I'm at Janasek85 on Instagram and Twitter. And Anirudh, of course, is at Aniguha on Instagram and Twitter. That was our episode this week, guys. We'll see you again, same place, next week. Stay home and stay safe.